Welcome to Her, Healthy, Empowered Relationships. I'm Barry Price. Being isolated for a long time is just unnatural for us. Like my client Janice, who had this prolonged isolation and had all sorts of stories of how she was supposed to be dealing with it. You know, at the end of the day, we just have to understand that it affects us at multiple levels. One level is Janice's feeling of loneliness that was just multiplying the feeling of being alone that she had from being single and wishing she had a partner for several years before she began to be even more isolated. In her case, through some of the stay-at-home measures of the COVID pandemic. Over time, she also began to experience a much deeper level of sadness and also frustration with it. Because we also are unnatural when we are cut off from connection with our tribe, with humanity, with community and society. Even though we can do certain things online, we do crave that sense of belonging and connection with others. She was also lacking the sense of touch that's one of the ways we feel inclusion and belonging in community. Look, this is also, not to get too metaphysical, but it was also a spiritual crisis that all of us feel. That fear that we are alone in the universe versus a connection to the universe or some sense of purpose or God or whatever your belief system is. But that sense of isolation in a void can bring up a deep existential fear that is instinctive in so many of us. So what do we do? Well, the first and most important thing to do when we feel a sense of prolonged isolation, whether it's truly being enforced, like staying in your home, or you're cut off because you're in a remote place, or whether it's just a deepening sense of isolation from all of those around you or being single for so long that you're beginning to really feel almost cursed that you're meant to be completely alone, is to have some moment where instead of trying to manage it, you allow the emotions out completely in an unedited, messy way. For Janice, who'd always tried to find the silver lining, put a smile on her face. This meant finally not dealing with these things perfectly, not trying to encourage herself, cheer herself up, not trying to change her feelings before she felt them all. Giving herself permission to just let it out messy. So for her, that was the day where she finally just boiled over and she was pissed and resentful and angry and fed up and exhausted and done. And also, after that wave passed, sad and discouraged and hopeless. And then when that passed, after the storm broke across her, it was that beautiful day after a hard thunderstorm. That night as she went to bed, she she realized that she could feel all of these feelings and still be here and still move forward and begin to also include that all was not lost. There was some good and some connection. In the afterwards, the aftermath of that emotional storm, it was like the birds could sing and the flowers were there for her again. She began to see the ways that she could connect with spiritual hope, that there was purpose, there was a gift in the challenge, that there was emotional growth for her, that there were many ways to feel close to people. Now, one way that we can 
feel close is through technology and talking to people and looking at people's faces through video chat, whether it's Zoom, FaceTime, or whatever the current medium is. But there are also ways to close our eyes and feel close by remembering beautiful and wonderful things. There's also the ability to exchange items. Sometimes we'll wear a loved one's clothing item and feel close to them if it's a relationship, but we can do the same with almost symbolic items. You know, in ancient tribes, these would have been like magical totems. But to send a gift to a friend or to, to take that object that you have that's a reminder of closeness because your grandmother gave it to you or it was something that all of you shared at Christmas the previous year, to just connect with objects that you can hold and touch tangibly and that are powerfully symbolic of closeness can be very important. Sleeping under the blanket, uh, the quilt that was knitted for you by somebody will feel different than just a store-bought one. But ultimately, it's really about letting the mess out, the unedited raw emotions, and then showing up lovingly for the fear, the frustration, the exhaustion, the anger, the resentment, the way a loving mother shows up for a child. We go through our tempestuous moments and our down moments, our darkness, our tantrums, whatever those things are that our inner child, our inner teen needs to go through, let it out. Prolonged isolation can create a buildup, a pent-up amount of emotions that we can't always just tell ourselves to, to let go of or feel better. Letting go sometimes means letting go and going into them, as opposed to getting rid of these things. So, for today, if you are feeling a prolonged sense of isolation, separateness, cut-offness, in whatever way in your life, allow the feelings that are coming up to come out and then respond to them. That's how you authentically connect with your real feelings and what you really need. Much love.